The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey everyone, welcome to the show today. Happy March for those of us here on the East Coast, hoping that spring is on the way soon. Um, It's always a pleasure talking to all of you. You know, you have really helped me, all of you listeners. You've really helped this show. More importantly, you're helping quality of life for people with disabilities. So thank you. Continue spreading the news. Continue listening to the show. I really do appreciate it. And special shout-out to Yoshiko. Yoshiko Dart, I can see you in my mind. I can see you standing there saying hi back to me. Um, love you. Thank you for being a great friend uh, and support. And you, I know you'll love this show, Yoshiko, because it's all about young people with disabilities. So this will be one of your favorite shows. And I have some great guest with us today. I have Miss, is it Prior? I better make sure I'm pronouncing it right. Priori. <laughs> Priori. Miss Karen Priori, who is the co-lead of the campaign at Giant Eagle, which is the I Want to Work campaign, and the chair, Josie Badger. And welcome to both of you. Um, I know Josie is a young woman who is a great National Disability Rights Leader. She was Miss Wheelchair America in Grand Rapids, Michigan. She was crowned. She has a PhD in healthcare ethics from Duquesne. Now, here's the most important thing. Ready? She grew up in this small town, Wampum, PA, <laughs> and graduated from Geneva College. And guess what? So did I. What would be the odds? And Josie, is it your, your middle name? Just start with an A. No, I failed on that one. Oh, okay. You didn't get that one. No. But I mean, like, how many people do you think I meet They grew up in Wampum? You. We must have been the only <laughs> ones living there. Anyway, Josie, it is always a pleasure to have you with us. And I thought we'd start with you uh, by sharing with our listeners your life dealing with a significant significant disability and how you have overcome various barriers. Well, thank you, Joyce. Um, And we're really excited to be on the call today. Um, Always a pleasure. Um, So I am Josie, and uh, as Joyce said, um, I do have a significant disability. um, And I have, it's a physical disability primarily um, that requires me to use a power scooter and a ventilator. um, And I as Joyce mentioned, we came from a, a very small town that, um, you know, was not truly accessible. So 
Oh, that's uh, an understatement there, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, certainly grew up on a dirt road, which I don't think uh, stands up to ADA qualifications. Um, but I think that, with that being said, living in a small town um, made me realize how fortunate we are to have access, um, but to also learn how to make things accessible and the importance of fighting for what needs to be done. Um, and so that's where I really feel a lot of my um, activism started. Um, so, you know, when I think about growing up as an individual with a disability, I don't really know what it's like to grow up as a person without a disability. Um, and so that's just part of who I am. But I think that the times that you think about your disabilities when other things or other people bring it up and make it obvious or evident. Um, and so, you know, I grew up not really liking my disability, but once I became um, a teenager and now, um, I really am blessed through my disability. However, not everyone views it that way. Um, and I think that's how our understanding of ourselves, our confidence, and our our view on what our potentials are, are really affected by. Um, and so that's why I really got involved with these different projects of dis- youth disability leadership and now on the field of employment. Well, Josie, then, would you say your greatest barrier would just be other people, their attitude? Uh, yes, absolutely. It's about people assuming competence or lack thereof um, and how that ultimately affects your own view on yourself, and that did for me. Yes, and we know, remember, um, by the way, all you listening, I'm a woman living with epilepsy, so I know how people feel about people with epilepsy. I'm very blessed that I am not having hundreds of seizures a day as some children uh, do have. But there's no doubt about it. There is a stigma attached. But, as Josie said, it's all about believing in you and who you are. So, Josie, what, what you're on the show about today is the I Want to Work campaign. So how we'll start with you, Josie. How did you become involved? Well, you know, I think that there's, once you get involved in this really community, you realize how small the world is, especially here in Pittsburgh. Um, and so I've been involved with disability rights in Pittsburgh. Ooh, I'm going to give away my age, but probably about 12 years. Um, and so I've been greatly involved with the 21 and Able campaign out of the United Way of Allegheny County. Um, and Mary Hartley, who ran that, um, knew my work, and she worked with John Denny from Denny Civic Solutions, um, and they really believed in the importance of having young adults or young-ish adults running the campaign um, who had disabilities, which all goes back to the slogan of, I, you know, nothing about us without us. Um, and so they asked me to be involved and to work to recruit other young adults to be involved as well. And and this I Want to Work campaign, I mean, what would you say are the main 
at, what are the main pillars of it? What what are they? So the I Want to Work campaign is really focusing on improving the policies and practices in Pennsylvania to support youth with disabilities in high school, um, to support them to get jobs while they're still in high school. Um, for those of you who are involved with vocational rehabilitation or VR, um, you probably know, at least in Pennsylvania, that generally um, youth are not served by VR until the last semester of their senior year or the last year that they're going to be staying in high school. Um, but with this campaign, we are encouraging legislation to make sure that youth have access to services by around age 15 throughout the rest of their high school career. Well, Karen, you are with a great company, Giant Eagle. I love Giant Eagle. Oh, thank you. I mean, I love Giant Eagle. David Shapira and Cindy um, are just friends of mine, but they are great leaders. And you're a company that has been hiring people with disabilities way back before anyone was talking about it. Um, not to mention, I love the market district. So overall, I love Giant Eagle. Um, but Karen, tell me, how is Giant Eagle involved in this? Okay, well, first, I'm truly blessed to work for uh, such a great company. And I have something else to tell both of you. I'm a graduate of Geneva College as well. No way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Look at that. We have the three smartest people on the show today. Wow, there you go. We're all Genevans. Okay, go ahead. Karen, no wonder you were so good. That's why. (laughs) So I became involved through the 21 and ABLE Career Transition Liaison Project. And so um, for the listeners, the program was developed um, through a collaboration with Allegheny County and 21 and ABLE, which is also um, an initiative of United Way of Allegheny County uh, that is working to create a roadmap for youth with disabilities who are transitioning out of education and supported services systems so that they can work, live independently, and participate actively in their communities. The CTL, we call for short, the Career Transition uh, Liaison, that that piece, the component, is a uh, project which is um, um, an innovative model that supports youth with disabilities so that they can transition uh, to work while still in high school. And the liaison... Um, as an embedded person inside of, of our store uh, who serves as a consultant with the Human Resources Department to determine appropriate job placements for potential future members um, to align, and align with the schools and the community job coaches. Um, they work with trainers and teams to support success. Think of them as kind of like a hub and, a, hub and spoke and the, this embedded liaison is the hub, and all the spokes are the different components that really make that wheel go round is how I kind of like to think about it. Um, and excuse me, just so all of our listeners across the country, in case you didn't catch that, Giant Eagle has a person working right in their corporation on this project. 
So that's an idea of what I meant. Go ahead, Karen. Yes. Um, and so this uh, project creates a culture of inclusion and opportunity for all peoples with disabilities within inside of our organi- organization. And what's so wonderful about this program is that uh, it has significant replication potential um, as a result of our success. When we started to pilot this in 2013 in the uh, school semester, September 2013, we set out a goal to employ 12 students per year, um, and this is the second uh, school year that we're in, and we have hired 50 people so far. So we wow, basically you mean where, a giant eagle? Goal. Yeah. Just a... <laughs> um, wow. It is well, absolutely You know what, why am I surprised? A- absolutely I, I, I don't phenomenal. know why I'm even surprised. <laughs> well, you know what, my hat's off to you. I mean, this... You know, David and Cindy were the king and queen of the Mardi Gras this uh, a year ago, which is the Epilepsy Foundation honoring uh, a CEO that has made a difference. And you know what? I mean, I I had to beg him to do this because you know, if you all knew Mr. Shapiro, he's very very modest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is why. I mean, he just does so much in. Uh, uh, you know, it's just so wonderful that you're doing all of that. And actually, I want to talk more about this uh, 21 Enable, but right now we've got to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, we're talking to Josie Badger and Karen Priori, Giant Eagle, and Josie, the chair of I Want to Work campaign. What a great name, huh? I Want to Work. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. We're talking to Josie Badger, chair of the I Want to Work campaign, and Karen Priori, who's the co-lead of the campaign for Giant Eagle. And we were talking right before we went to break about that 21 Enable if I'm right, wasn't Cindy Shapiro involved with that from the beginning? Yes. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is such a great thing because, as many of you listeners know, you'll have a high school student with a disability, and, you know, they're uh, being able to take care of by their parents until they're 21, and then here we go. What's going to happen to them? Many people end up just falling in the crack and that this is leading to employment is just so wonderful. And Josie, why I love the name I Want to Work is that we are the largest group unemployed in the United States. Seventy percent of Americans with disabilities are not counted in the workforce um, and that's shameful to begin with, including veterans with disabilities. So my question is, how, how the heck did this start? I mean, where did it, the idea come from? Um, how, how did it all start? Sure. Now, I cannot take credit for this at all. This was definitely um, an act that was put together through the partnership between 21 Able out of Janeway and um, John Dennis Civic Solutions. Um, 21 Able had put together a white paper that really talked about some of the barriers and recommendations to address this issue of unemployment, especially targeting those young adults in that transition age. And um, there were multiple focuses of potential areas to support youth. Um, and when John Denny started working with Time Enable, he recognized this as a potential area that could gain a lot of momentum that change should happen in. So they worked together and started developing this campaign, and that's where we are. And did John start by working with 21 Enable? Yes, correct. Um, John John Denny is an amazing person who really has an eye for recognizing um, potential legislative opportunities. Um, And so I think this was a key area that we can make progress in. Right. Now, he is really a dynamo. There's no doubt about that. I've known him uh, for quite a while. And, you know, once he gets... His heart into something, look out, it's going to take off. So um, one other question I had, this program, Josie, as I already said, the majority, there's a huge group of people unemployed. What is the reason you started just with young people, I guess, is because of the program 21 Enable, right? Yes, that's a big part of it. Yeah, and what a great group to start with. Right. I think that we've been talking to 
multiple legislators. And really, this is the first time that I've directly worked on a bill. Um, so it's really exciting. But um, I've gotten the chance to meet multiple wonderful legislators. And one of the issues that has been mentioned, and I certainly agree with, is that we're going to potentially have to support these individuals with disabilities either before they graduate or after. And we're hoping that by supporting them prior to graduation, prior um, to maybe going on to further education, that we are really supporting them in preventing being stuck in that cycle of poverty that if any of us are on governmental benefits, we know what that cycle looks like. Um, so we're hoping to really empower them, give them the tools and experiences to allow them to get jobs on their own so that they're not stuck um, in poverty forever. Right. Yeah, disability and poverty frequently go hand in hand, unfortunately. Now, Karen, I bet the results of seeing these uh, young people get a job is unbelievable. I am sure there is a change in them once they're employed. It it, it absolutely does, Joyce. It, um, you know, we, we have testimonies all the time from not only the students, but their family and fellow team members, uh, especially from a social uh, standpoint where they just come out and and just really start to shine and become engaged um, uh, with, you know, not only folks that they work with, but um, their parents tell us um, at home it just may, has made a phenomenal difference in their um, self-image. Right. I remember when David told the story that one of the reasons he wanted to start with people um, as cashiers or bagging is because they had direct contact uh, with the customers and that at first he didn't want to do that and now look what has happened. And I love that. I'm going to tell you why. Many people, as you know, Josie, do not have this opportunity to work at companies um, because they're in a sheltered workshop or whatever. And to be able to work with a group, people with disabilities, not disabilities, uh, the, the customer is just wonderful. It really is. And, Karen, are these, do these disabilities include intellectual disabilities such as Down syndrome? The, um, the disabilities um, are um, across the board, whether they're um, intellectual or uh, physical. And, you know, some may not be perceived um, disabilities. So it, it is across the board. Um, and we have people employed in our retail environments, our uh, corporate offices, and um, our warehouses as well. And one of the things I wanted to say is we just put, um, we have a second career transition liaison in Pittsburgh, and we just hired our third one for our Cleveland market. Oh, my goodness. So, Wow, that is that? great. It is just, it, it, it's just um, wonderful. And, you know, in the, in the vision that, that I personally uh, want want to see in the whole inclusion effort that we're doing is is for 
someone with a non-disability to enter into the world of people with disabilities so everybody's completely included in understanding uh, that whole process. So we have lots of training components coming out, our training developments working on lots of initiatives for our current team members and, and leaders so that we are really working, um, you know, really trying to set the stage to be um, uh, universal. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you, that is what makes the difference. When companies say to me, uh, oh, Joyce, what can we do with training? What can we do so that at our company people um, are fine with hiring people with disabilities? And my answer is hire someone. There isn't anything more powerful than other employees seeing people with disabilities at the same company. So, you know, um, I agree with you 100%. I, I really think that is key. Yeah. And, um, and I know you do it. Josie. Yes, ma'am. You mentioned about talking to uh, going that legislative route. Uh, why did you choose that way? And then you've got to tell everyone about the selfie. I love sure. the selfie. Uh, so the legislative route, I mean, we, we know that people with disabilities, people who are already employing people with disabilities, um, and all these support services, they know how important and beneficial employing youth and people with disabilities is. But we need to make sure that people outside those communities know. Um, and so why not go to the individuals who are making legislation and have control of a lot of the funding and supports to help get individuals with disabilities jobs? Um, so we want to make sure the legislators know not only about the issues, but also admit the young adults that this legislation would impact. Um, and so I think that has really opened the eyes of a lot of legislators. So that down the road, even once this bill hopefully is passed soon, um, that they will think back and realize that this might affect Josie or Tyler or Alexa or Will um, and could it put a face to it. Um, and we've learned that you know there there's something that's very similar between youth and legislators, and they both like pictures taken. So why not do selfies where we are addressing youth and young adults because right now that is the thing, our selfies. But then also making sure that legislators are in those pictures so that young adults know that legislators do care about what's going on and that they have a voice and they can talk to their senator or representative about issues that have them. Yeah, that was a great idea. That was Instagram. That was everywhere. That was, that's why I love hashtag, I want to work. I love that. <laughs> well, we'll talk more about all this, but right now we've got to go to break, and then when we come back, we will continue talking about this I Want to Work campaign with Josie and with Karen. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. News. 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 News.
Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are talking to our guest, Josie Badger, chair of I Want to Work campaign, and Karen Priori, who is the co-lead of the campaign and works for that great company, Giant Eagle. And Karen, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is the fact that this is just good business sense and great for companies with the shortage of talent. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we uh, at Giant Eagle know that young adults and with disabilities absolutely want to work, and they deserve to work, and employers need them to work. And employers across PA need them to work. That is why we're so honored to be part of I Want to Work campaign and support its mission, helping young adults, specifically teenagers with disabilities, get to work. But meanwhile, businesses face a huge workforce shortage crisis with over 200,000 job openings on any given day in our state of Pennsylvania. In most cases. And right now in Allegheny County, 25,000. Yep. So, you know, this is a talent pool that's being ignored. And I had, uh, from the Department of Labor in Washington, D.C., I had the head of OFCCP, Pat Shu, on the show this past week, and she said to businesses, you can't afford to leave talent on the table. And really, that's what this is all about. Why would you not want to do this? You have people that want to work, that want to work and that value work. Always remember that when you've left, been left out and you get a chance to work, 
oh, you value that. You value it so much. So um, I hope you're taking this seriously. Josie, you mentioned about John Denny. Denny Civic Solutions is managing this campaign. Um, how about if you tell us a little bit more about working with him? Um, well, honestly, the, the entire team that has been brought together has been fantastic, and I really think that through 21 Able um, and John Denny and Denny Solutions, um, they have the right contacts to make the perfect team. Um, we have support throughout the state now, um, both funding, but also just pure talent um, of young adults and companies that have come together to say, yes, we believe in this mission. We believe that people with disabilities should have a job. Um, and honestly, I think that this just makes sense. From whether you're a Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. We want people working, and you know, as a person with disabilities, we want to work. Um, and so I think that through these connections that uh, Civic Solutions has, we just have the perfect team to make sure that this happens. Yeah, I, I think it. I too think it is great how this all came together. Now, Josie, uh, and by the way, Mary Hartley, awesome. She has done a great job with the. Uh, she is just the greatest person. I just think so highly of her. Uh, Josie, you are working with people like Lisa Baker, Senator Lisa Baker, who's the chair of the Senate Labor and Industry Committee. Now, mm-hmm. how has she been involved? What has she done? Well, we've had amazing support both on the senator side, just as you said, Lisa Baker, and then from the House side, um, we have Representative Maury Gingrich. And they are both involved in labor and industry, um, and they have been amazingly supportive in making sure that, you know, videos have been made about why they feel that this is important. They're getting the word out there. They, of course, are doing the selfies, um, which we love, um, but it's also just about talking. So we know that probably most of the world's problems were solved sitting around drinking a glass of wine at a bar or something. Um, and so I really believe in the power of relationships. And so as these individuals start talking to their peers in the House and Senate, um, then others are becoming more and more aware, and that's hopefully how we get connected to them and build these relationships. Well, you know, Karen, I want to get back to what you were talking about for a moment. And by the way, You've got to have legislative power because without that, it's so hard to move anything forward. So I want to thank you, Senator, for what you're doing to help us and support us. Uh, my hat's off to you also. Thank you so much. But, Karen, another question I have. At Giant Eagle, don't you think it probably has a positive impact on employees? I, I don't mean the employees with disabilities, other employees, just seeing how successful this program is. Yeah, uh, it it absolutely um, it it absolutely does, and that's really what I'm talking about when I talk about the um, inclusion um, uh, and just seeing each other, helping each other. You know, team members with disabilities. I have always said um, for over 30 years are some of your most loyal 
employees. Um, they're so honored uh, to to land a, a job and 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 work in at doing something very meaningful and productive. Um, and when our other team members see that and they help one another, it 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 just really really makes makes the uh, location shine. Yeah, it sort of makes everyone else realize, as I said before, how lucky they are to have a job. And you know what other people go through to have a job. And just as you said, there's a high retention. You know, people get that job. They want to be there. And as you also mentioned, I believe it has an enormous impact on the family of the child, I mean, when they gain employment. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, what we, we still need to do more with I want to, you know, the I want to work campaign, um, uh, you know, in most cases OVR doesn't start working with the students um, on rural employment efforts until they're in their, uh, usually their last semester of high school. And unfortunately, that's, that's too late. Um, these students can't get access to job coaches sometimes for evening work or weekends while they're still in high school. Um, and that's what we need to do. We really need to bridge those services to employment so that these young students have the same opportunity as every other student um, their age out there. Yeah, and, you know, I mentioned something. I just want to talk about it for a moment, Josie, something I'm dealing with um, that is horrible with high school students with disabilities, and I'm sure middle school, elementary school, you know, all the way from kindergarten up, but especially the age that I'm dealing with now is that students with disabilities are brutally bullied, and um, it's terrible. Josie, you know, do you have any advice for young people with disabilities going through that? I think that many of us have personally dealt with that, um, and it's not easy. I think that, you know, getting a job is part of it. It's part of building your self-esteem and realizing with or without disability, we all have a purpose in life, and it's about reaching out and finding what we were created to do, um, but realizing also that you're not alone and that, Many of us have dealt with that. Um, upcoming, we have some young adults that actually join you mentored through your vendor um, leadership academy that will be speaking about bullying at the Pure Conference, which is the Pennsylvania um, Parents Conference. Um, but we, I think talking about the issue and having peers who are willing to say, hey, I've been there, is so important. Yes. What do you think about that, Karen? Yeah, um, I absolutely um, agree uh, with with Josie on um, every uh, piece that she just uh, um, really talked about. But you know what is unique inside of our work environment, um, at least uh, what what I see as um, employees with disabilities is our other employees are really taking these team members underneath their wings uh, and, you know, really helping them grow um, personally uh, as well as professionally in their work and really keeping an eye out for them. It's really uh, it's really a unique partnership. 
Yeah, it's amazing how that works. I remember one day um, a employee with a disability at Highmark went walking in and was very dejected and, you know, what's wrong? Oh, that someone out there was making fun of them on the street. Oh, my goodness, they were all going out to find this person to reprimand them. But my point is that once a company uh, really gets engaged in this, they do look out for their employees. It's like a, almost like a family. Yeah, I, we have team members, you know, it, it's just phenomenal. They'll go out of their way to take other folks and pick them up and take them bowling and wherever they're going. And really, you know, really, uh, it, it's just it's just neat to see uh, the whole inclusion that's starting around the whole piece. Right. Um, and hopefully we're going to do something to keep working to make that stop. And we need more young people to really stand up if we want to make a difference. Um, This 21 Enable and I Want to Work. Josie, if people want to know more about I Want to Work, how do they do that? Sure. Um, So, of course, as Joyce has mentioned, we are very active on social media. Um, And so you can look us up on Facebook or on Twitter at hashtag I want to work, um, which is the number sign for those of us who did not grow up with uh, Twitter. It's hashtag I want to work. Um, and on there, we're hoping to get websites up within the next month or so, but on those pages, we have information about um, articles on employing youth with disabilities. We have some lots of selfies. Um, and we'd also like to hear from you or if you guys want to get more involved, we'd love to have selfies from you um, about I Want to Work. Yeah, and how about 21 Enable, Karen? So if people um, are interested in hearing more of that, certainly um, you can go to 21enable.org, contact the United Way of Allegheny County, um, or contact myself. And I would love to be able to work with companies and and help them get this off the ground and running in in their uh, organizations. Yeah, that's a good idea. So if you are listening to this show and you are in western Pennsylvania or Ohio, uh, where it will be, where this will be moving out, I was just going to say, uh, you know, this would be a great company to talk to just as a example of this is how it works. How long did it take, Karen, to really get this rolling? Uh, so we, probably our first meeting really to, to um, get down to the detail was um, maybe eight, uh, it was in April, and then by that September we were up and moving. So, wow, it, you know, that was fast. Um, yeah, it, it's you know it's it's it, there's not lots of components to it. It's you you have to uh, be willing and dedicated to it, and um, you know, put the plan together and go to work. <laughs> so then, did you or how did those jobs get assigned? The um, it, yeah, the, the jobs they would be uh, working with. So what what you know it's kind of interesting what what we actually thought we were going to do is uh, try to determine what departments we may look to assign some people but as we 
started to uh, um, Barb uh, Graham was our first career transition liaison, uh, and as she went out to the schools and came back, what's really unique about this embedded job coach? She she was ingrained into our culture before she went out uh, in, into the schools uh, and learned our process inside and out. So what she was able to help us do is really make the right match the right position for that person. So it's the right person in the right role. Um, and so, you know, we weren't sure what positions we were going to end up putting everyone in. Um, it just depended on their situation and where the uh, right fit was. Well, it certainly worked out. And we're going to be back to close the show with Josie and Karen. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Ask the experts. Call toll free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back. You know what? I love this show today because I love anything that says, I want to work. And, well, of course I love this show because Josie and Karen are Geneva College graduates. (laughs) So, of course I love it. Um, And, actually, Josie... Before we end the show today, I wanted to just take a moment because I think this is so important. Tell everyone who runs this program. This campaign is really run by young adults with disabilities. And I think that's what makes it so unique um, is that in all the major key roles, we have young adults 
who not only are we talking about, but who are speaking for themselves. Yeah, and I mean, I just think, you know, talk about walking the talk. I mean, what a better thing. That is just so great. Uh, Karen, at break, you were talking about how you wish people would look at the talent. What should they be looking at when they hire someone? Um, really, it's as simple as focusing on one's ability. That's, that's, that's all we need to do. Anybody we hire, you focus on their ability. What can they do? What can they bring to your organization? That is as simple um, as, as I can put it, is focus on the ability um, and you'll find the right decision. You'll yeah, make the right. right decision. Yes, you know, I tell people, um, I'm living with epilepsy, and of course, I'm not ashamed I'm living with epilepsy. Uh, just as Josie said, you know, it's just part of who you are, and I'm proud to be part of the disability community. But if you would go on a job interview, you would not say, um, what are your skills? Well, I have epilepsy. That's right. What the heck would that have to do with what you're applying for? And and that's what companies have to see. You are hiring the person for their talent, not because they're blind or they're a person who is deaf or a person with muscular dystrophy or uh, depression, whatever it is. You are hiring the person for their talent and their skill. Um, And, you know, Karen, that is just a great point that, that you made. Well, Josie. You already, wow, you're uh, Wheelchair America, you have PhD, you've just done so many great things in your life already at your young age. So my question is, out of everything you've done, what are you the proudest of? Honestly, I'm most proud of those moments when I see a young adult who maybe I worked 10 years ago with, and I see them successful, um, owning their own home or working or doing whatever they want, not what we told them they had to do according to society's statistics. That is what my biggest accomplishment is. Yeah, you know, I always tell people, when it comes to people with disabilities, please, Don't assume for it. Don't make assumptions because you don't know. Just as there are people maybe that would say to Josie, oh, why would you want to be on your own? Or um, I have a friend that's an Obama appointee who is in a wheelchair. I'll never forget this. She has such a powerful position. And when she went to uh, get out of the car and was going to go back on a trip, the guy at the hotel said, are you sure you're going to be all right? I mean, how will you do this? And, you know, I could go on and on and give you examples, but um, it's just so great when people are independent. It really is. Well, how about you, Karen? What, what is your proudest accomplishment? <laughs> uh, I think my proudest accomplishment is finally getting my degree from Geneva. Um, hey. Uh, Boy, that's a great one. That is a yeah, great accomplishment I, um, right there. You know, I, I I never finished, and I went back and said I was going to finish before I turned 50, and um, I did. So, I just that's made awesome. it. I was 49. So. Hey, so, you and I graduated your goal. top of the class, by the way. So You accomplished yeah, your goal. I always yeah. tell young people, 
don't just say I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make it. I'm going to do. You have to have a targeted goal, just like what you did, Karen. Yeah, that that is so true. Well, Josie, you know, before we end the show today, what what message would you like to leave with our listeners, and tell everyone again how they can find out about I Want to Work? Sure. So once again, you can find out more about I Want to Work on Facebook or Twitter. You type in the number sign, so hashtag I want to work on either of those. Um, and we would love to hear from you. Follow us, like us, send some selfies. Um, but my biggest piece of advice is to make sure that all young adults know that they have a voice and that they can use it. And sometimes it's about writing a letter to your legislator. Sometimes it's about being involved and campaign, but whatever the method is, use your voice um, and share it with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Quello uh, always said to me, the author of the ADA, when you get a chance to take the podium, speak up. So I agree with you, Josie. Have a voice. How about you, Karen? What message would you like to leave? Yeah, Joy. So, you know, after over 30 years of hiring um, young adults with disabilities, we, we know that it, it works for uh, team members, employees, customers, and businesses. Uh, this campaign, I Want to Work, that Josie and others are so very passionate about is very vital to the development of our workforce and our communities. Um, and from a 21 and able uh, perspective, um, having a career transition liaison on site as uh, uh, an embedded person is a tremendous opportunity. Um, and again, I, you know, it is just very, very highly replicable um, that, you know, just about any company, uh, if you want to do it, you can do it. Yes. And by the way, if you notice what Karen talked about and has been talking about is business. Not pity, business, why it's good for the business, why it's good for the bottom line. Well, first of all, Karen and Josie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Joyce. Thank you, Joyce. You're welcome. And we end every show with a quote by a famous civil rights leader or someone who has impacted lives across the board. And today, guess who it is? It's Yoshiko Dart, who always says, always, about the disability community, when it comes to our future, it's all about the youth leaders. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.